Hey, Tony, uh, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. I'm just bored. Bored? Yeah. You don't have to be bored. Why? There's the Pod Bros Podcasting Network, you fool. What's that? It's a podcasting network. You listen to podcasts like talk radio, but a million times better. Oh, wow. Where's that at? Podbros.com. Is, what is that on the, on, the, on the interwebs? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, man. All right. Well, I got to go and get the internet and then listen to the Pod Bros things. You do that. Okay. Bye. See ya. See ya. Anywho, feel free to check us out on Facebook, Kapowcast2015. We also have a Gmail account, Kapowcast Podcast, and also on Twitter, at Kapowcast. I got to go catch that little fucker. Hey, what are you doing over there? Shut up. Ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Copyright <Yeah>. Star Wars <laughs> Kapowcast. Today we are going to talk about the beloved franchise and the horrible mistake it made. The prequels. <laughs> so we're we're just gonna jump right into this. Fast or rewind, don't fast forward. Don't do that. Rewind back to the time when episode one was coming out. The trailers were released. It looked fucking awesome. Star Wars was back. There was young Obi-Wan and 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 another guy with a lightsaber. And then that cool looking red he had two lightsabers. <laughs> fucking two lightsabers. Don't forget about the young Anakin Skywalker. Shut up. <laughs> there was a weird looking rabbit thing, but we didn't care because it was fucking Star Wars. <laughs> I remember going to see it. I went and saw it with uh, my dad, my uncle, and my brother. It was like an afternoon showing. It was like a week or so after it had come out. And I, it showed up on there. The scroll came up. I was reading it. I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> the movie started. I was, and I was like, okay. I was in like seventh, eighth grade. I was like, I, I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. There's something about trade disputes. Uh, yeah, I guess that wouldn't make sense to the younger taxing. Of us. But these are movies are meant for kids. Yeah, block, and it was yeah, there was a blockade and. But I didn't care because it was Star Wars. <laughs> we and did I, it. I got home and I still told myself it was a fucking good movie. Oh, you were one of those people. Because st- I was like that with a lot <laughs> you, of. Movies. Yeah, I was gonna say you have yeah. a lot of denial issues. I do. If I'm passionate about something, it can't be bad. I don't want it to be bad. There's but it was. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. It was garbage. really, There's a reflection really of our show in there somewhere. <laughs> 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 and I, I just, I remember uh, so vividly. I remember, like, looking at my, my dad and my uncle, and, and they looked like they just had a, a, a very 
bewildered look on their face, like, <laughs> what the fuck did we just watch? <laughs> and I was I was at such a young age that I, I didn't I couldn't comprehend like what was good and what was bad. Eighth grade. Yeah, yeah I was about to say you were the late bloomer. Yes. <laughs> no wonder you did all those hardcore drugs when you were in eighth grade. <laughs> it was just, it was, you know, I wanted so badly, like, it was Star Wars. It was, it was... Uh, the yeah. Holy Grail. The Holy Grail, yeah. It was some would say. Something that you didn't think you were, you were going to see another one again. And it was telling a great, you know, what we thought would be a great story. What we thought would be an easy story to tell. The downfall of a hero. Instead, what we got was something about politics and then trade disputes. Trade disputes and a weird monotone queen that sometimes looked like Natalie Portman and sometimes looked like Keira Knightley. <laughs> well, to be fair, they people often confuse them. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Keira Knightley's the one with a man jaw. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, she's the one that always pouts her lips. <laughs> um, and then we got a, a, a mm. really terrible child actor. Now, I don't want people to be like, what did you expect? It was a child. <laughs> I know. There have been good kid actors. Natalie Portman and was a good child actor. Exactly. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Dang it. Doogie. You, I watched the behind the scenes of the making of this movie, and they, did, they were showing auditions. They were showing test readings that kids were doing with Natalie Portman. And I don't know if this was by design or if this is how it worked out. The only kid they showed that screwed up was the fucking kid they picked. <laughs> Mike just threw his pen in the air. I think we're going to have to, like, calm him down at God, certain get points here. the train here. gun. Yeah. And here's another thing. You talk about how Natalie Portman is such a, is, is a good actress, and mm-hmm. she is. Now, before this movie came out, if I told you there's a movie coming out that's going to have Natalie Portman in it, Ewan McGregor, Liam Neeson, Samuel L. Jackson, that sounds like a fucking awesome cast yeah. right there. Yeah. Those are some solid actors, but you give them to work with, and shit. it just... That was shit, right? Yeah. Okay. Bupkis. Bupkis. Poo-poo platter. <laughs> it wasn't until I got, I think, around high school and stuff that, and I rewatched the, when I got the um, episode one on DVD and, like, rewatched it, that I was like, oh, my. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> For the record, I always thought this movie was garbage. Yeah. I don't like, okay, so you're saying seventh or eighth grade. I was the same age as you. So I don't have any recollection of, because I was never a huge Star Wars fan to begin with, but I don't no. remember. <laughs> I remember like going to like maybe Taco Bell. I think they were the yeah. ones that had, yeah, yeah, the toys. And oh, there's some things. They was, were on the cups. I don't think they had toys. Maybe something like that. I just remember there's a lot of pictures of glowing swords. And that's that's my <laughs> recollection of the young experience. Co- one of young Cody was like, "Are those dildos?" <laughs> one of <Yes>. many flaws <laughs> made in this movie is, I feel like you know George Lucas claims that he had this planned out years in advance. He's full Bullshit. of full of fucking yeah. shit. What a liar! Because. Nothing lines up. Yeah, at all. Nothing connects. It's like how the Wachowski brothers said that, you know, the Matrix were intended to be a trilogy. It does not at all look like that. No, no. In fact, you get to episode three, and by the end of it, it feels like they're hastily trying to tie things together. Yeah. Hastily trying to make it feel like a cohesive story. 
And the bit, one of the biggest mistakes they made with that, I think, was having Anakin start off to be such a small child. Mm-hmm. Because if you really think about it, aside from the political shit, <laughs> is there anything happening in that movie that could not be explained in some sort of exposition, some sort of, you know, line of dialogue. That floated across the screen? Yeah. <laughs> As if, if they had a tool that could, could make the viewers read what was happening before the movie. Mike is very animated while we're uh, talking oh, about is. this. So there's a lot of hands thrown around. It's like an Italian honest. family. How many of the Star Wars fans actually read? I'm just going to say that. A lot there, of them. There were books. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of them are pissed right, off the, about that. The, the hardcore fans. Good. You mean, you mean the books that are now just completely yeah. null and void? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you got? Well, um, hell, they had stuff like Luke Skywalker having the ability to crush stars with a force. And so how are you going to put that in a movie? <laughs> um, I mean, there's just so much. There's like a, If I had to choose over, between that and Jar Jar Binks, you know, I mean. One of the, the and that's crusher. another huge mistake. so sorry. I was so stupid. <laughs> they really. That's pretty good. You know. George Lucas really wanted Jar Jar to connect with the audience. Um, <laughs> like who? I'm not connected with my fist. And to God. Because, uh, once again, there's a behind-the-scenes making-of documentary on the Episode 1 DVD. If you watch it, he says something to the nature of, Jar Jar is the key to all this. You know, he kind of brings it all together. <laughs> and you're just like, the fuck? How and is he supposed to be relatable to it all? He's a fucking minstrel... Black stereotype alien. It's just... And that's, you know, part of the problem. <laughs> Jeff, I've never seen you stumped before. <laughs> yeah, you guys are having trouble with your words right now. The, part of the problem is... I feel like I'm having a stroke right now. Uh, <laughs> there was nobody... George Lucas has become almost this, like, super-powered being. <laughs> that He contains you his see power him, in his neck waddle. You see him <laughs> on the... It's actually Michael Moore in disguise. <laughs> Oh. Just peels off the beard. <laughs> you never see either one of them in the same place together. Oh. You see them. Uh, you see him like walk into a room, like where they're working on stuff, and you just feel like everybody just kind of cower, you know, clinches yeah. up, and he's telling people these ideas, and you get the feeling that they're sitting there like, "That's a terrible idea," <laughs> but nobody wants to tell him because they're probably terrified of him. Why are they so scared of him, anyways? Like, is he did was he horrible to his He's, underlings? Did he fight I've never heard a right? story of him being like uh, super, you know. Complicated. Is that intimidated by he his? They a, could be. He sued a cell phone company for using the word droid. <laughs> wow. There you go. Illustrated yeah. right there. He, uh, but you know, you, he's telling people these ideas and they're sitting there and you can just feel them that they're like, this is awful. I don't understand this at all. And it, uh, fast forward to they actually do a screening, a first screening for like all the crew and stuff. And the movie ends and they're all just sitting there. <laughs> And you feel like they're just all sitting there thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> and George Lucas even says, he's like, I think I threw a little bit too much out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucked up. And uh, one of the uh, producers, I, I think it is, uh, tells him, like, well, yeah, because, you know, at the end of episode one, there is four separate stories going on. <laughs> you have the battle with the Jedis and Darth Maul. You have Anakin in the spaceship. You know, uh, oh god, yeah, the accidental spaceship. <laughs> um, and then you have uh, Padme leading the Separatists to the or leading the battle oh, yeah. with her uh, planet, and then you have Jar Jar and the Gungans oh, battling the useless robots. 
And you'll go from like a really dramatic thing with the Jedi to comical with Jar Jar, and then more dramatic with uh, Padme. Padme, and then more kind of oops comedy with Anakin <laughs> in the spaceship. It is. It's such a, a diverse pacing that it just it uh, makes your head diverse explode. Diverse pacing. There is no pacing. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. It's um, like Temple Run, level one hundred. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And you know there are purists out there. There are there oh, are right, there are day. some people who will say, "No way, man!" Listen. You just don't understand his vision. Or they'll say, "I've heard this one." The the Star Wars movies were never great movies. The dialogue was never that strong, as if it's some sort of excuse for these movies <laughs> to be how they are. I have heard that before too. Cody, you just look so bored right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am not a huge fan of Star Wars, and this just kind of like. You know, I've seen the new trailer for the new one coming up, and, you know, like, okay, cool. It looks like it might be a little better, but, you know, that's like, you know. Lens flares everywhere. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to have the Star Trek effect. Any shaky cam? You can't, you can't see Abrams, what's going on because of lens effect. flare. Don't, I mean, don't talk shit about Abrams. He does good things. Yeah. So, and bad things. Cloverfield. After uh, <laughs> oh, episode one left a terrible... Taste. Putrid, vomity taste in everyone's say, mouth. I like you ate too many I nachos. Not, I didn't stop puking for at least a week. <laughs> it was we followed was by. Uh, and not to mention, what so a dehydrated. fucking bizarre title, The Phantom Menace. What does it mean? A it means menace, a menace that you in can't the see. shadows, I guess, is what they were going because, you know, Darth Sidious, he's kind of in the shadows pulling the strings. Very yeah. obvious title, I guess, then. So, fast forward, episode two. The one that we all thought, like, oh, this one will be the one that Attack of the Clones. Suck. Another amazing title. <laughs> Is it really that much worse than, like, though, like, you know, Return of the Jedi or The, the Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back? I guess. Not. I mean, it's, it, but oh, I mean, it does Mike's sound. Mike's turning into that guy. Uh, oh, shit. The titles of the films are never that great in the first place. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> you caught me. Um, the problem with that movie. Obviously, the Problem. love story. <laughs> yeah, the love story that no one gave plural. two shits about. Uh, George Lucas can clearly not write a, a love story. He knows what love is. <laughs> I love you. I know. I love Jar Jar. <laughs> I mean, that's a prime example. The famous line in Empire Strikes Back, you know, Princess Leia saying, I love you, and Han Solo just going like, I know. <laughs> that was ad lib. That was all... You know, that's that's when you I get do, good you actors. Do, you do get the feeling that the th- good things that happen in Star Wars seem to happen without despite George, George Lucas' yeah. involvement. <laughs> Surely he had nothing to do with that. <laughs> that's what I I feel like he kind of got lucky with the original trilogy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let's even, be honest. What is, well, we'll touch on those in the next episode, but there was the difference between, I think, the original trilogy and the prequels is the original trilogy had heart. Mm-hmm. It was a young and hungry director. Yep, out to prove himself. He it ended wasn't... up being really hungry over the years, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it Making wasn't... up for lost time. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just a pure, you know, it wasn't the money market He looks machine. like he lives off of chili dogs. <laughs> That's, I'm sorry, I had this. He has a hot dog vendor cart <laughs> falling around all day, every day. It wasn't the marketing machine that it was then, you know, I mean, it eventually became that by, like, Empire and Jedi. Yeah. Um, but 
the, the love story in Attack of the Clones was just horrible. That's the, that's like bad dialogue 101. I don't think Hayden Christensen's a good actor either. Some people think he may have been the victim of a bad script. I haven't seen anything else that he's been in. He was also Honestly, in episode Jumper. three. Oh, yeah, he was in he Jumper. He was in episode Jumper. three, right. And you know, I've only seen him in terrible movies, so maybe he's not a bad actor. Maybe he just decides to be in horrible movies all the time. <laughs> it very well could be. Because he's a bad person. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've always seen it as uh, the actor can only do so much with what the director gives them. It's true. And obviously we have figured out that George Lucas might not be the smartest uh, <laughs> cookie. Everyone has one good idea, and I think he had that. I've with, never had a good idea. We know, we know. <laughs> We're waiting on I you. I just negated your statement. We're waiting on you to bloom here. <laughs> but uh, I'll bloom all over your face, buddy. Oh, oh, Throbcast. <laughs> I think we just got our intro. He blew his load on the first three, and then after that, it's just been downhill Who, from me? there. That's what she said. Yeah. No, George Lucas. <laughs> That's true. Well, he also made Indiana Jones. So, yeah. but wasn't that? You know, uh, that was a Steven Spielberg, yeah. George Lucas. That's true. Steven Spielberg's another person that I feel hasn't done anything good recently. He doesn't have to. He's exactly. produced a bunch of shit, but he hasn't like really done. done. What's he, he directed recently? Didn't he direct Bridges Spies? I think he did. I'm not sure. I don't even remember Tom hearing Hanks about movie. that movie. It's every a Cold every War time, thriller. every time I see his name credit, it's always producer, producer, producer. He directed producer. that War of the Worlds movie. I thought the movie was garbage. Keanu Reeves War of the Worlds. Uh, no, Tom it was Cruise. Tom Cruise. No, yeah, that was yeah. Okay, I hated that movie. Yeah, The Day the Earth Stood Still. That was Keanu yeah. Reeves. Yeah, the one that um, the one that nobody saw. One uh, another complaint that people have with the prequels is the fact that every single set, aside from, I think, like, Tatooine, is shot digitally. Mm-hmm. God, it was they, It's awful. literally, like, them walking on a blue screen. And it what does that, look really strange. What that does, too, with the actors... Gives them no interaction. It gives them no interaction. It gives them... They can't interact with the environment. They don't know what the fuck they're looking <laughs> at, what the environment is. And not to mention, every area just feels the same. You know, there's points where they're... Uh, like, uh, there's walking down a hall or something in, like, the Jedi Temple. And they, uh... You would think that walking down a hall like that, there should be footsteps echoing. There should be voices echoing off the wall. It's not that. No, just like... Because they're just walking (laughs) on a soundstage. Yeah. They're just walking in front of a blue screen. I blame the Foley people for that. And, uh... George Lucas at one time... I have some great George Lucas quotes. Uh Oh, God. Yeah. Uh... Where's my chili dog? (laughs) Money, 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 money. Quoted in saying... Licensing, uh, licensing. Technology you use to tell a story, and that's the point. If the filmmaker and how... It's the filmmaker and how way they tell a story that counts in the end. Okay. So so that quote doesn't apply to him. (laughs) And it's just... There's, you know, people have like... It's like a joke theory that George Lucas was actually replaced by, like, a, a robot or, like, an <laughs> alien. Because if you read some of his quotes, like, from his early career, it it's, goes exactly. completely yeah. against what everything he stands for now. Um, Money does that. Yeah. yeah, some people turn shitty. And then, you know, they had... Uh, I wish I was rich enough to turn shitty. <laughs> Instead the, of just being poor and shitty. That's right. Attack of the Clones uh, continued the tradition of introducing a cool... Trying to introduce a cool character and just fucking killing him off. You know, episode one, they introduced Darth Maul, yeah. killed him off. This one, they introduced Jango Fett, yeah. which well, was like the yeah. poor man's Boba Fett. Yeah. That and fight whole... scene with him and uh, Obi-Wan was actually really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Although I was, the whole time I was just like, 
Why isn't he just fucking force choke him? You know, because <laughs> it's Obi Wan. <laughs> well, just hold him down with the force and then slap him a little. And say, oh, you're, yeah. you're under Jedi arrest, buddy. I'm gonna force handcuff you. <laughs> Technical uh, difficulties here. Um, and then the whole. I remember sitting in the theater and watching Attack of the Clones, and then they revealed that the army was all clones. Yeah. And I was like, Which wait, didn't make sense wait, either. Like, wait, so all the stormtroopers, are, cl- are are they clones? Even though they're all clearly yeah. different heights, different voices. Different heights, different voices. Once again, evidence that George Lucas did not have this Idea of continuity. Like, he, didn't, do, he didn't research his own goddamn film. He, yeah, it's like he didn't even sit down and watch other movies and figure out ways to connect these to make it like a cohesive story. I mean, I feel like that's, you know, filmmaking 101. Yeah. Um, it just, it's boggling how poorly of a job he did making anything that resembled continuity between these films. He's literally, the, the, the prequels to me were just, Lucas, Lucas's savings account started to get low. <laughs> if, so the, if like, possible. So then he's like, I, I'm I'm below the three billion mark. <laughs> Let's do the prequels now. <laughs> so he releases the shit, knowing that all of us would be like, "Oh my god, new Star Wars! Let's buy all the licensing and all the yeah, other shit." They all made tons of money too. And they fucking they 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 raped us. They force raped us. <laughs> they force raped us. Force. Raped Good us. lord. <laughs> force dick choked us. That there was no personal, personalized rape. It was just force rape. Are you one of those people? Uh, that says, you know, George Lucas raped my childhood. No, he didn't rape my childhood. He raped my adulthood. Yeah, he raped my, like, preteen to I'm, early adulthood. You're catching my interest. Throbcast. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 now. 18 plus for Throbcast, all right? Um, but no, well, no, he, he, he didn't ruin, he did not ruin my childhood because I didn't allow him to ruin my childhood. So let's, uh, let's address the elephant in the room with this movie. The end Job scene, of the hut? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> where Yoda... <laughs> oh, God, are you hopping God around like it. Speedy Gonzalez? Yeah. Oh. There was a, awful. There, actually, I, when I was younger, that, that fight scene didn't... Like, I was like, oh, that's fucking sweet. I see it now. Oh, it's fucking, it's fucking garbage. Like I remember scene. cackling hysterically when that happened. I remember everyone in the theater laughing. And when Jeff's cackling, that's not oh, a good thing. Uh, <laughs> Something's gone horribly wrong like, when Jeff starts cackling. Uh, once again, on one of the special features for the Attack of the Clones... Um, George Lucas is talking to one of the uh, special effects people and they're talking about doing the special effects Yoda and talking about him, you know, uh, pulling, you know, the lightsaber out. Mm-hmm. And George Lucas is trying to tell this guy how, how important this is. He's like, oh, you know, because this is going to be the first time that the audience, you know, sees him uh, pull out that little laser sword. <laughs> the and, one, oh, Did fuck. he say that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the guy he's talking to has this look on his face just like, eh. <laughs> Like, he knows it's yeah. a bad idea, but nobody's there to, like, reel him in and be like, George, listen. That would be idiotic. It wouldn't look well <laughs> on film. Listen, you crazy fuck. <laughs> I mean, there's so many ways that could have been done better. Like, I don't know, have him fucking levitate and hold the lightsaber with the force and use it like that or something instead of just something that brings a better image on screen than him hopping around because like a that's fucking rabid squirrel part of the beauty of when you first meet yoda in empire strikes back is that he's this he's not what you expect yeah you know he's a small creature well to be fair i did not expect 
expected. Yes. <laughs> I don't think anyone expected and that. And Yoda, a lot of Yoda's teachings to Luke is that the Force is more spiritual-based. It's more, you know, not a, much of a physical thing as mm-hmm. it is, you know. Met- metaphysical. Yes. And then I feel like that just kind of all goes out the window. Well, they already did, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess at some point, you know, George Lucas had to just be like, you know what, let's just... Ditch the whole religious aspect. Yeah, let's just not... That was the entire focus of the Force. Let's just not do that. (laughs) Crazy kook. And then they had that, uh, the big battle at the end with all the Jedi, which which was kind of cool to see, because we never, we hadn't got to see the Jedi, the lightsabers and that. It was just so much hopping around and... Sort of, uh, you know, with you know Samuel Jackson and all the different flips. aliens and so many flips. <laughs> Why'd they have to flip so much? Because that's how you fight with a sword. If you didn't know, you have to fly around and do spins and no, instead I of guess. just stab someone. I remember hearing about the fight choreography and them saying they combined fencing and tennis and ballet. And I was just Which, like, and two of those are not uh, you don't fighting think, styles. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you think you look at it. And the thing is about those movies, especially to, like, you almost feel like you're watching somebody play a video game on God mode. Yeah, exactly. You don't ever feel like the characters are in any true sense of danger. Yeah. You know, you don't, you never felt anything for the characters. Part of that might be because... I felt only for Natalie Portman. (laughs) Part of that might be because... Tight pants. (laughs) It was a prequel and you knew knew where the characters were all going to end up in the end. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but you just never, I just never felt, you know, suspense during those movies. It always felt like it was, in the end, it feels like something you just kind of have to watch. Yeah. Which is what you felt by the time the third one came. You were like, well. <laughs> I'm speak- already in this far. I yeah. saw the other two, I guess, at this Might point. Well just finish it up. Speak for yourself. But, you know, <laughs> this one they promised. Oh, yeah, you never saw the entire third one. No. Yeah. And this one they promised That's darker. Right. They promised you know, oh, they, this is where we're going to see. And it was PG-13. <laughs> it was the first Star Wars movie to be rated PG-13. They did go darker. Wow. I do remember Oh, well, to be fair, really the f- other Star Wars movies, that was before PG-13 existed. Good point. Um, I mean, they had people's hands Ghostbusters was rated PG, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> that movie. They had some scary moments. <laughs> they went darker in that the way that uh, Linkin Park is darker than... <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, they, Nickelback. I, the way they were. <laughs> the, I think it's their, a very their, succinct uh, simile there. Their post production got darker. the The reason I say that though is because there was the whole movie where it just got this dark screen, dark screen, yeah. dark screen, and then about an hour and thirty minutes in, somewhere around there, they decide to show the like first Rebel starship, and they go inside said Rebel starship, <laughs> and, and it's a fucking right. white starship. <laughs> well, that's and the... blinds the whole fucking audience. <laughs> well, once again, that you know goes into them wanting to like hastily tie things together. They were like, we're gonna put the ship that was in the beginning of Episode Four at the end of Episode Three, because it is. It's the exact yeah. same ship. Um, and they started trying to make the Rebel sh- or the ships more, look more like Tie Fighters. Yeah. Or not Tie Fighters. Um, X Wings. X Wings. Yeah. Yep. It just seems, you know, very, you know... But they were, like, asterisk wings. Because <laughs> and, you know, the one thing that always always drives me crazy is in Return of the Jedi, Luke and Leia are talking, and Luke asks Leia, do you remember your mom, your real mom? And Leia says, yeah, kind of, sort of. Well, that was due to the midi-chlorine. I, I remember her, you know, I remember her being, you know, sad or whatever. 
And so you kind of were like, okay, well, at some point, you, you would know, think she would have died at around her being three. Yeah, years old. not when she was right out of the womb. And their explanation for this, well, well, when Luke was born, Luke had his eyes closed. And when Leia was born, her eyes were open. Jesus, fuck. I just, in, in the three seconds you were talking, I came up with a better way. What is it? The Force. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, the midi, <laughs> just in the midi. They course. knew it <laughs> because of the fucking Force. Maybe she saw her as a ghost mom. Maybe. <laughs> ghost mom. Over the, over the fire just while partying with the Ewoks. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, Ian McDonald? McDowell? who plays uh, Emperor Palpatine. Oh, yeah. Hats off to him. Oh, he was great. He took the material he was given. And he acted the hell And he out of acted it. the <laughs> shit out of it. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unlimited power. The only thing. <laughs> the one thing I, I, uh, I love about that is uh, after he, uh, uh, Anakin turns, and, you know, the Emperor puts his hood up. Oh, jeez. And he gives yeah. him a little spiel. He's like, you'll now be known as Darth. And he takes his pause almost like he's thinking. He's like, Darth. <laughs> Darth. He looks around. Vader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty good. Makes sense. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Darth Vader. I heard. I think my brother. Doesn't that me. mean something, actually? Yeah, I believe it's Dutch for Dark Walker or something like that. Yeah, Why is that. it Dutch. I don't know. Because space touch? Um, <laughs> it's a long space time ago touch? in a galaxy far, far away. There's no people with wooden shoes. Okay. Oh, hell. And you know, Why are they all human beings? Eh, what not the, all of them. Are they human beings, though? Why do they look exactly like human beings? Hey, maybe that's just the Except path of evolution. That's it's, uh, it's, now uh, we're getting into actually, Star Trek. I was about to say, that's a pretty strong point because there's a bunch of alien races and other things that look human. Yeah. Humanoid. Vulcans um, have pointy ears. That's the only difference. They can breed with hey, you. Hey, they explain uh, that in the next generation. They also talk monotone. That's right. Yeah. You they, know, like... And they're smug assholes for being so emotionless. Um, <laughs> hey, it's a good way to live, all right? Says you. Those guys with jerks. I'm glad their planet blew up. Repress. Repress. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was the thing I love the most about the Star Trek movie, actually. I was like, yeah, take that, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you guys are creating so much blasphemy right now. <laughs> um... Truth bombs. I call them truth bombs. You know the... You and your bombings. With episode three, um, the one feeling that I think they needed to convey to make the audience feel is you had to feel bad to mm-hmm. see Anakin turn. You had to I be like... that guy. No, don't. You know, yeah. you had to like... There should be some range of emotion as a viewer that you're feeling... You know, because they never made the Anakin character likable. No, they never developed any him at sen- all as a character. In any sense, in episode one, or he was a little kid, so you, you know, Whatever. he was like six years old. You couldn't really identify him with him that way. By episode Whoa. two. I don't know about that pod racing scene, though. I was pretty into that. It made a really good uh, N64 racing game. <laughs> yes, it did. By episode two, he was just a whiny brat. Yeah. And, you know, people are like, well, that's how you are when you're a teenager. You're really whiny. It's like, shut the fuck up. I wasn't that whiny. You know, you can make a character likable and also have him be a little bit more angsty, angsty you know? Yeah, I mean, um, if I were a teenager and I could jump 30 feet in the air with a force and I had a lightsaber, I wouldn't be that whiny. I'd be no. pretty happy. And if I had Natalie Portman for a girlfriend who is what the is queen of her own fucking planet. But you're forbidden to love as oh, a child. Oh, that's right. Isn't she like 10 years older than him, too, or 20? Uh, uh, yeah, 10 he years. He was supposed to be 9 and she was supposed to be 13, if I remember the Weird Al song correctly. Mm. It still seemed weird. Like a little, there was a bit. Well, Weird Al did sing it. I I guess it's just because Natalie Portman, when she was playing the role, is like what almost thirty, 
Or, no, no. Maybe her mid-20s. She, was, she was 17 when it, in the episode one. No shit? Yeah. yeah. She looks exactly the same. Yeah, she don't um, age. Have wow. you ever seen The Professional? Yeah, she was. No, it's on my cue. Like or something like that. I think she was 12. So There's a 12? Yeah. There's okay. a part in episode one where um, Anakin and Natalie Portman's character are talking, and it's a really weird moment where, like, they're telling you, they tell each other that they both care about each other, and you're just like, mm, <laughs> I'm going to go away now. <laughs> Very awkward. Um, it was just, I do feel that, I don't know, I think Hayden Christensen, not the best actor. Natalie Portman's a really good actor, though, and they didn't give her anything to work with. Well, no, and... You know, I feel and her character is so entirely different in the second one than she was in the first one. She, I mean, totally. I'm sure she's not the only day. one. She just turns into a total like damsel in distress and like she, uh, and she signed on from the movies without reading. Well, the who wouldn't? Script. Uh, yeah, you're, it's Star Wars, so guaranteed cash. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think I've heard just about everybody that's been involved with those movies speak poorly about it, except for I think Hugh McGregor. Yeah. You McGregor, he's, he's smart. He's a he's he has said he's like if you know if they wanted me to come back at some point as Obi Wan, I'll do it. <laughs> he don't care. It wouldn't make any sense, but what has stopped him before? That's true. Well, hell, they're still gonna make. I mean, they make they have a whole franchise now. They're gonna make spinoffs, prequels. Yeah, I really hope they officially just negate that the uh, prequel trilogy happened. I I you know I I have a feeling there's probably some sort of like underlying thing in the contract. Where they can't Stating that they yeah. can't, like... I hope that they unofficially do, like, have a de facto negation of the plot, that plot existing, just, like, never well, referencing it again. <laughs> last week we talked about, you know, uh, fixing Fantastic Four. I'm not going to go into a whole wow. thing about... It feels like we just did it, like, not even that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go into, like, a whole, like, how I fix the prequels thing. Because there's really not that much that needs to go into fixing them, I'd considering all the things that's wrong. Star. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing is, you know... Keep Anakin at least a consistent age. Yeah. Don't have him go from eight to so, nineteen yeah. or whatever it was. You know, and make him more relatable. Make that descent. You know, make you make it mean something instead mm-hmm. of almost just being like, "Well, yeah, I kind of see where this is going." Develop the character. Yeah, into more than just a whiny. Meh, I love this girl. A person can be an unlikable character and still be interesting at the same time, mm-hmm. even if you really wanted to make them that unlikable. And you know, you look at uh, episode uh, the four, <laughs> A New Hope, the first one, mm-hmm. and you know, Obi-Wan is telling Luke about how him and Anakin, they were such good friends. You never feel that no. in the prequels. You never feel like they were... You feel like Anakin's just like, I need to go away from this fucking asshole, you know? And you feel like Obi-Wan's just like, God, this fucking kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What uh, the fuck am I going to do with him? Yeah. Anakin's the trainee, and Obi-Wan's training him. He's and just... I personally hate training people at work. I know that. <laughs> and this is a lifelong thing he's stuck with, pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's training him not to kill himself with a laser sword. <laughs> <laughs> this is exhausting. This is, these movies were exhausting. Yeah. You're, you, we're you... just talking about them. You have, you have forgotten like the best thing about the prequels, mm-hmm. and you haven't acknowledged it. Jar Jar Binks, and it actually, it's in my opinion what makes the Star Wars movies because without it, they're just dry pieces of garbage. <laughs> what? The music, the music, yes, uh, the music for Episode One, the uh, Duel of Fates, the 
Yes. Had a great music. Had a great music video. Yeah. It was on MTV and everything. Everything. Yeah. I remember. I was like, oh my god. That was another. They showed. They showed the entire fucking fight scene pretty much too. That was another part that like made me super pumped for this movie. We're just gonna. We're just the next like hour of the show. Just us like humming Star Wars themes. So that we don't get uh, sued. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't get sued? Yep. Well, we can't play them. We can sing well, them. Yeah, we can, we can hum them. Really? I thought it was anything like... I'll hum the... off key so it's not the same song. There we go. Yep. Change key. Da-na, da-na, I'd da-na, sing them, but da-na. I don't even know them. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I know the Imperial March and that's Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. it. Everybody that at one point had that on their phone as like their parents' ringtones. <laughs> I just had it as my ringtone in general. You know, um, I stick to the Final Fantasy VII theme song. (laughs) Oh, he's in the Smash Brothers now. Cloud Strife is. Really? Yep. That's stupid. Well, (laughs) yeah. I don't like Cloud at all. God, Cody, you're so bitter. (laughs) I am. I know. I don't play Smash Brothers. That's stupid. (laughs) No, I I like... Oh, you put a character I like in there? That's stupid. Well, no, it's just like that's a Sony. That's PlayStation. No, they they don't use exclusive... uh, Nintendo properties anymore. They had Solid Snake in one. Yep. Um, who else are they? Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well. I, I mean, I've, I'm a little older than all that stuff now, so. Oh, yeah. You're. Oh. It's well, true. Oh. On the comic Fucking, book podcast. Yeah, I was about to say. Talking about porn. <laughs> porn is for 18 plus. 18 plus. To yes. be fair. Let me repeat Pretty that. much for like. 18 plus. <laughs> yes. You know what else is supposed to be for 18 plus? I don't know. I was asking you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh good God. Labyrinth? Yes. I wish. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A porn parody be. of Labyrinth? It should be 18 plus. I just rewatched it the other day. And why? Why did I rewatch it? No, why did... Oh, because I, I of David Bowie's that. package <laughs> that is in those leggings. Plus. It's not like you can make Jesus. out the head of it and stuff. It's just a bulge. You're damn close to seeing it. God forbid there's some sexuality in your children's movie. (laughs) You can have horrible, horrible violence, but someone mentions a boob and suddenly you got the censors going nuts. I'm pretty sure the horrible violence part is also shunned upon. They rip off their heads of the fiery gang. Wait, what? Remember when you think it's wild, chilly down, chilly down. Those are Muppets. Give me a break. You can rip their heads off and stuff. I mean, well, yeah, but their well, limbs are interchangeable. I was about to say, was there blood? No. There you go. They were Muppets. And was there a full-on dick? No. It was a bulge. It was It was damn close. Was Is that your damn big close. complaint with that movie? No. Yes. You're so I, I, intimidated whoa, whoa, by David Bowie's wait, wait, package. Wait, wait a second. I didn't say it was... Uh-oh. I didn't Cody's say, getting hot. I did not say... I will I defend David Bowie's package till the day I die. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. <laughs> Back to this topic at hand. <laughs> Oh, man, that raises so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, Diddy stuff is what I'm wondering. Hashtag I heart David Bowie's package. <laughs> Jeff. Yes? When you it saw... if you got it. Oh, my God, is that George Lucas? I did. I drew George Lucas. <laughs> Holy shit, you got to post that online. Uh, if you don't post that online, I'm kicking you. It looks like Santa Claus. When you saw episode three. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. that's so good. <laughs> how hard did you laugh at the scene? Which they seen? There are a few of these scenes. No! Yes. Oh my god. Where they made Darth Vader into like Frankenstein's yeah. monster. And like <laughs> and the fact that they only pulled him out 
and you know, as Darth Vader at the very end. Yeah. That was killer. But yeah, people were really taking that seriously. Like, people really did drink the Kool Aid with this film franchise. Mm-hmm. And like, I, you know, I, I sipped the Kool Aid, <laughs> if you will. Daintily sipped it. But. Pinky's out. Pinky. You know, because <laughs> there's always, down. like, we've talked about it before, there's always that point when you first see a movie, especially, you know. For you. Where you're like, okay. <laughs> You know, because that excitement was there to see it. So uh-huh. you saw it, you, you know, when you watch it a second time and a third time and, you know. Yeah, this is true. It's, it happens to me for, like, like um, Age of Ultron, I really enjoyed the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to myself, you know, I'm not so sure how much I'm going to enjoy it the next time I watch it. And, yeah, lo and behold, I, I do not believe that the film really holds up compared to the first one at all or mm-hmm. compared to their other stuff that they've been coming out with lately. I was pretty disappointed. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I, I started to see all these flaws in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once again, you know, you have the people there that are, are, will swear up and down, no, the good movie. The- yeah, the third one was the good one, you know. Because it was darker. Yeah, it was the... It was the that doesn't least. necessarily make a good movie just because it's darker, you know. It just was- because they have Anakin senselessly murder a bunch of kids yeah. doesn't make and, it a good movie. Like George Lucas's grandkid. It makes him a complex character. Oh, yeah. He has to murder <laughs> And it's like... Child murder. <laughs> It's Once the only again, way like, you can get an erection. When that, <laughs> I want. When that happens, I wanted you know I wanted to feel some sadness at seeing this character you know uh-huh. turn, but you don't. No, you're just like I even feel bad for those kids. They're probably because you saw it coming too. I mean, what? But you can still make an audience feel something even when you know something's coming. There's movies I've seen where it's like I'm like, oh man, that someone's probably gonna die. Yeah. And it happens, and you still feel it. Like, I had, a, I had heard rumors, spoiler alert, for Age of Ultron. <laughs> so if, if you haven't seen it, mute it for the next, like... Crank it to 11. Minute. <laughs> but when uh, Quicksilver dies, mm-hmm. I had heard rumors that he was going to die. Oh. You know? So when it, but when it happened, I was still sad. Yeah. I still was like, oh, man, that's a bummer. So even though, you know, you knew Anakin was going to turn... Well, I mean, there's also concepts like a fate that you can't escape... Yeah. And then they could have used that because everyone knew it was going to happen to him. And I feel like, you know, the hero that falls and turns bad, I feel like that's such an easy story to tell. Oh, yeah. And it's a, gr- it's a great one when done well. When done well. Which, <laughs> when done well. Is there anything, though, that is like, you can look back at the three movies. Is, is there moments you can pick out to be like, you know what, that wasn't so bad. If they were to reshape the prequels, I would at least maybe keep, that in. I'd keep Natalie aside Portman. from the music. <laughs> I'd keep Natalie Portman in it. <laughs> the cast was, I mean, the cast was for the most part good. Uh, a lot of the character designs I thought were excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I love General Grievous. What about the tiny, thin-necked snake uh, Jedi that was on the council? That was weird. There was a tiny, thin-necked. Yeah, yeah. Oh that. yeah, yeah. 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 I I lo- the guy, the cone I just never guy. understood what how he fight. The, the slug, the slug. Yeah, there was a slug. slug. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my favorite. There was. How did he not cut his own head off with a damn lightsaber? There was actually. <laughs> there was somebody that a little while ago on one of the forums that I follow, he cosplayed as that guy. Really? Yeah. He must have had looked, scoliosis looked, afterwards. It looked, it looked fucking fantastic. I was like, I don't even give a shit about this character, but props <laughs> to you, man. Do you know his name? It's probably like. Slug-o and that was the weird. That's the thing about Star Wars is you know they will market any fucking character. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, that character's in the background of the the cantina for 0.5 seconds. 
Money, Make money, a fucking money, action money. figure. Money, 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 money. <laughs> There's a salacious crumb action figure. Did they make a figure for the uh, in the cantina scene that dancer that was added in that singer that was added into the, the one with that the, wasn't uh, in the cantina scene it. that was in the, Jabba's palace yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> that <laughs> Jabba's palace with the light, the candlestick yeah oh my Get your god fucking fact strike that was retarded oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> they made a figure out of her I'm sure I'm they, sure they did probably. wow I am. I'm, what a money you know, whore, George Lucas. What? Pretty confident yeah. that they did. Um, you know, they never really shilled out the Indiana Jones merchandise like they did Star Wars Steven either. Steven Spielberg. They yeah. had a lot of video games, like on Nintendo and That's true. Super Nintendo. Another like thing that. I think that goes once again with like the whole like audience not feeling anything in the prequels mm-hmm. was those fucking robots. Oh, God, the droids. And then they changed their voices to make them all like robot Jar Jar Binkses or something. Like in the first one, they were just like, oh, Roger. Roger. And then they made them, like, comic Comedy relief. relief. Uh. So here's the thing. You already had the Jedi that are, like, you know, like I said, it's like God mode in a video game. Yeah. And George Lucas the, even says that the point of them was to make that they were supposed to be useless. They were supposed to. Why would you make the Jedi? That's or, a good so, army. Yeah. Because you know. there's a point where he's talking to Steven Spielberg. And they're they're looking at him and Steven's like, oh yeah, these are kind of cool. He's like, yeah, he's like they're pretty uh, they're pretty ineffective. <laughs> the Jedi just slice through him like butter. <laughs> these are direct quotes. Yeah. I'm not making this shit up. Jesus Christ. Such yeah, a, no, no concept of you know conflict in which you could feel emotional investment whatsoever. No, absolutely not. If, you know, you you look back at the original trilogy. Like when I saw the original trilogy, I was invested in so much. Mm-hmm. I know I was vested in those characters. Because Luke was the audience's gateway in. Mm-hmm. You know, Luke was... He was the Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Luke was supposed to be, you know, the perspective of the audience. Mm-hmm. Whose perspective are we supposed to be seeing in these movies? Duh. Not Obi-Wan. Nope. Not Anakin, because he's evil as fuck. Yep. It's All not Padme. dictators watching. It's not Yoda. <laughs> it's not Samuel L. Jackson. No. Should be Sam. I Jackson. related to Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. Now, I, like I said, the best He's performance. He's trying to kill you with your motherfucking force lightning. <laughs> and I'm saving your dumb ass. <laughs> and that's the thing. They take Samuel L. Jackson, who is an intense actor, yep. and they give him the most boring shit to work with. Oh, he's a Jedi. He has to be emotionless. Yep. And that, once again, you have characters that have no emotion, so how are you, as supposed a viewer, to supposed invest. to feel yeah. emotional about any of this? All right. I, that's uh, to me. That's always been a problem with the whole thing. Is like, oh, there were no. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, was was the factor that a Jedi has to be emotionless. So how am I supposed to feel anything towards somebody that's just quote unquote kind of cold? Yeah, like, I mean, if if Hans, if, Hans, if people, people were related to Spock, if did they? Yeah, he wasn't emotionless though. Well. I mean, he was supposed to be emotionless, but he was constantly quipping Same and like I mean, looking with a twinkly look in his eye, but not smiling. <laughs> and then looking back, you know, that very dry goes yeah. back to like Luke in the first movie. You feel his frustration, you know, how he wants to go fight with the rebellion. His uncle tells him, "Listen, I need you on for another season." You know, then you can sign up for the academy next, and you feel his frustration, you feel his anger. Right. You know, you you can relate with that. How are you supposed to relate with Jedi? Cannot love. <laughs> right, Jedi cannot show emotion. Well, even even come, even come, Return of the Jedi. Luke starts to kind of follow the ways of the Jedi. He, he but he still shows emotion because there's, and we'll touch on this more next week's episode. But when uh, Luke is fighting Vader, yeah, and best, oh, 
one of my favorite parts in, in any movie where, you know, Luke's kind of hiding out and Vader's like, uh-huh. you know, trying to get him to turn. He's like, if you won't turn, perhaps your sister will. And he's like, sister. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a twin sister or something like that. And then Luke, like, he fucking loses it. And he just... He, he comes out of that shadow not swinging the lightsaber. He is in full-blown stab yeah. motion. And that's when Luke just loses his shit and he's pummeling him. Yeah. And it's it's not perfectly choreographed. It's not, it doesn't have ballet and tennis and this and that in it. <laughs> no. It's just emotion. I'm trying not to go off on this. <laughs> Why not? I haven't. I've held nothing back. <laughs> oh, no, he's I, been reserved <laughs> this whole show. <laughs> it, it's just, you know... It, Comparison of the prequels and then the original three. And there is no comparison. There, there is none at all. <laughs> like you asked us, you know, what what would we keep? Nothing. I would literally keep nothing besides the music, because I would I would literally I would take my Death Star and I'd blow the fucking prequels <laughs> out. Yeah, aside from like music and cast, because you know we've touched on the cast. Uh, they were just fucking awful. Yep. Awful. You oh. wouldn't keep the pod racing scene, but the pod racing scene was so cool. Dude, I take shits that were cooler than those things. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Are you spent? Another uh, thing, though. Uh, Hold on. Yeah. The yeah. space battles in the prequels were not nearly as cool. No. no. Not nope. at all. And there's so much fucking CGI. It makes me Exactly. Like, I remember uh, hearing about the opening of episode three. And, like, people were, they were saying, like, oh, my gosh, it's so cool because, you know, it starts off with the two ships and they're flying and the camera's following it. Mm-hmm. And it but there's so much shit being thrown at you. Yeah. There's so much. It's, like, overstimulating. You're just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. <laughs> Where did my eyes go? <laughs> He's lost his voice. Oh, my God. You're right. I mean. And I the, actually. Unfortunately, the what's, what was what, what? I said. I actually, I was, I was slightly angry at the introduction of Django. It cheapened the Boba Fett character so much so that they went through when they rewrote. God damn it! Don't talk about that. Nope, it's happening. Don't shut up! Fuck, it's happening. Fucker! You fuck. <laughs> What they, are they talking about? took the actor's know. voice that played Django Fett, son of a bitch, and put it over Boba oh, Fett. Oh, they it's did that. So, God damn it. Listen, aside from the fact that it sucks and it makes Tony very mad, <laughs> you completely undermine the actor yeah. that put the time in who still to do signs that. autographs at cons. That is now How old is he now? No is longer credited with that. Motherfucker. You know who Boba Fett is, Cody? I, did oh, he have a voice? No. He was a, yeah, he did. He's no good to me, dead. That was oh. what that was his that was a, it's how actually other lines did he have? Is that his only line? Yeah, he uh, had, like, no, he had some lines, other ones, didn't he? Yeah, there's a few other ones. Yeah, he had some in... Uh... Oh, yeah, he did have some in... It, it's funny he brought that up because I, I borrowed those DVDs from you to watch and to get a little refresher. And I was watching uh, Empire, and it came to his line, and he said it, and I was like, fucking hell, I fucking forgot all about that! <laughs> the fucking George Lucas, you stupid piece of shit! <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't go back and, like... Redo all the stormtroopers' voices. Yeah, me too. Yeah, really. I guess the idea is that the clones all got killed off, and eventually the Empire just became kind of like outsourcing. A, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the clones were Donald not Trump would be well. so mad. Sign up for the Empire now. We have cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like a hot topic store in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Normal's yeah. only a setting feel, on a washing machine. That's what I'm saying. You should feel bad about that, Tony. Every 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 shirt's not the actual size it says. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Tony. I didn't know you felt so like. But I to me that sucks. That's the one character that I love about this franchise. Is they took it, it. It wasn't even a minuscule character, and somehow, some way, he presented such a badassery that it gave him a following of his own cult. You know, his first hey. appearance was on the Star Wars Christmas special. It was. What? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew that one. Read a book, stupid. Aww. Or watch a <laughs> or crappy watch a TV special. Crappy TV that special. That has been buried under I mean, 30 pounds yeah. of cement. <laughs> the, In the middle Jimmy of the Hoffa? Movie but the prequels yes. still exist. They do. And unfortunately, they are, I think, Here's as the, much as you guys would like to, they are cemented. In the Star Wars legacy, for better or worse. I'm sure there's a lot of money still to be made off those, so. You know. Um, oh, they're going to run it dry. Yeah, they won't They won't let it go as long as there's, you know, some well, toys. Well, oh, Disney in charge of it, of course not. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, we're getting well, Thankfully, episode. those will be rotating in the Disney vault, so we'll only see them in interests. <laughs> <laughs> that Disney the vault. The new diamond It's edition. really rusty. <laughs> well, they really you know? need to work on that vault door, because it just, you know. Well, they, it's shaped uh, like mouse ears, oh, no, so it's no, hard no, to get no. someone to work on it. Yeah. See, see, the thing is that the person that's in charge of the vault dies, and then they forget the comm, <laughs> so they actually have to drill out the vault, replace the lock, and they're like, hey, we haven't watched this movie in a while. Let's watch this. And, oh, my God, let's re-release this, the diamond edition. Wait, no, no. They drill a hole in there, and then they just kind of reach their hand <laughs> in, and whatever they can get to, that's the Hey, one. rescuers down under. All right. <laughs> oh. Um, God, I hate that system. <laughs> so Fourth stupid. scarcity. They're like yeah. the De Beers They're, company of cartoons. Yeah. You know, they've already Blood started uh, <laughs> they've already started going through and like special editionizing the prequels. Mickey Mouse's Boba Fett. What do they do? Well, <laughs> the first thing I could think of that they did is they went in episode one and they took out Puppet Yoda and they oh, put in CGI Yoda. No. Jesus Christ. I have Which, a, what? I have a question for you guys. Like, no. How, because again, you guys know I'm not huge into this. How do you remain such big fans of this series when there's so much shit being thrown at the wall? Wait, hold on. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to even let you finish because I don't know <laughs> if you've just not been paying attention, but I'm not been well, a uh, big fan of sorry. this. Sorry. Uh, I actually Maybe am. that was a question for the audience, Tony. Maybe. Huh? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You said you got <laughs> I'll it. take this question. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Yeah. Because. Regardless, I still, me personally especially, I have, still have such an emotional connection to Star Wars. I loved it as a kid. I loved this. I don't remember a point, and this is honest to God, hands to God truth. I don't, hands to God, raise the roof. <laughs> I cannot remember a point in time where I didn't like Star Wars. By saying that, I, I don't remember when I first saw it. I don't remember... You know, what moment made me go, hey, that looks cool. I just remember always kind of liking and enjoying mm-hmm. Star Wars. And regardless, I mean, those original movies, in one form or another, they are still there. You know, you still have those. Regardless of what the prequels held, I can still sit there when I'm sick, be like, you know what? I'm going to trilogy it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch all Triss. And I'll watch them. And I used to do that even as a kid. Uh, I would be homesick from school and I'd pop in the VHSs. Um, sometimes not even when I was sick. I'd be like, all right. I'd be like, uh, so Wednesday I'm going to watch episode four. 
Thursday, I'm going to watch five. <laughs> Which was Friday, impressive. I'm going to watch six. And then on Saturday when I'm off from school, I'm just going to watch all three. <laughs> and I would seriously do that. Which is impressive because you had to share a TV with like how many siblings, you know? I had a TV in my room. Oh, oh you spoiled bitch. <laughs> yeah, I did too, so. Cody, you've always been more of a Star Trek fan, right? Yeah, but there you even go. There's that, natural animosity. Even that wasn't until yeah, recently. I remember watching it as a little kid, but it was more something like soothing, like background noise. Just like there's actually a whole like YouTube channel of just uh, background noise of the Enterprise. That, oh, that is a very soothing noise. Like, yeah. So I think it's just easy to fall asleep to. But as I got older, I got more into it. And, I've always found Star Trek to be incredibly boring. Well, well, there we go. The fighting words. <laughs> Actually, I was oh, more of a Star Trek. Trekkies. Yeah, we got the Trekkies on one side. <laughs> we got, what do you call Star Wars fans, anyways? Uh, Dorks. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas nuts? I don't know. You can't say that one person's like makes them uh, dorkier I'm, than the other. I'm being facetious here, buddy, okay? Don't use it's those like words. the pot calling the kettle black. That's right. It's like mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker <laughs> calling the other Forrest Whitaker that's also been cast in the new Fantastic Four movie of Black. <laughs> <laughs> What While are you trying to stare at him with his good eye? Yeah. We don't know who they're staring at. With that said, I think we're going to. Do you wrap feel this better up. now? You got that off your chest? I feel exhausted, honestly. <laughs> my, my voice feels hoarse. Yeah, it's like he had a baby. I've waited, you know, 10 plus years to have some sort of Media. public outlet. To vent my frustration. The show is over after this. He's been waiting for this yeah. moment. <laughs> I've, I, especially too after watching all the shit that I've watched. <laughs> that was your own you, damn fault. <laughs> you said that. You know the, the watching it all and it's like Chinese know, water torture, wasn't it? <laughs> in some ways, Jesus. I, I especially when you're watching like the making of. It's like watching. Ugh. A car wreck that you've seen like a hundred times, In slow motion. and like you know what's gonna happen. And you're just like, what are you doing? Don't do it! No, just use a puppet. No! And that was the thing. Why didn't they just George Lucas? You know, he's saying, you know, in the episode two making of, he's telling people how he wants the CGI Yoda to, you know, make it look, you know, it has to come off more like a puppet. What? <laughs> Did I stop paying attention for 10 seconds or something? It's like, like, use a fucking puppet then. It worked fine. That was during the time where all movies stopped using practical effects and they were really pumping CGI, That's right? True. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that a bad maybe time. Well, had something to do and with part it. of it too a, with George a bad Lucas. Time. Yeah, mm-hmm. in my book, it was a terrible time. For was uh, he, had a really, he had really bad experiences shooting on location for the original trilogy. So I think the fact that he could shoot it in green screen. And have the sets be completely, um, you know. So he's lazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a bitch move. Essentially, yes. He sat there. He had camera A and camera B, and he just went roll it. You know, Mike is just staring <laughs> off into the void right now. Do my you? best. Dress. I was wondering thinking if he was about going all his money that. back in his vault. I mean, there are movies that are filmed entirely in green screen that are excellent, like Sin, Sin City. City. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a movie excellent. But it was a, it was a fun. I action. think you're done. It's a fun <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was a fun action romp. All right. I'm sorry. I keep like thinking of more things, and if we don't wrap this up soon, this could likely go on. We're gonna for have to tackle them. Six yeah. hours. I can only take so much. Yeah. All right, guys. In the show, 
Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Flip the new table. I'm going to go. I'm going to celebrate my birthday tomorrow the right way. By watching Star Wars? By watching Star Wars prequels. Jesus, fuck. Did you say prequels? <laughs> I did. <laughs> He's going to get shot. I did. With a blaster. Again, my room is You're on the Guido, right. I'm Han. As long as, uh, as long as Han shoots first, I don't care. I'm going to be shooting first. Until next week. That all sounded sexual, by the way. Uh, I am Obi-Wan Mike. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm Tony. <laughs> I'm Count Dookie Jeff. <laughs> and I'm Cody. And Cody is bored. <laughs> yeah. See you next is, week. What? His name is Bordo Cody. That's a Star Wars name. There you go. Boba Bordo? <laughs> no, we can't take the Boba name. <laughs> we'll see you next week.